2: Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We are living in extraordinary times up against no ordinary foe. The stupidity of man, who threatens to crumble what we cherish most, but we stand strong. There will be setbacks. I was nearly sent home in disgrace. Silence. That was then. Now I have precisely the right instrument. The power of language. Precisely the right moment of history in exactly the right place. We do it for Northeast Pennsylvania. God help me, I do love it so. And most importantly, we do it for the United States of America. I love it more than my life. This is The Bob Cordaro Show.
3: All right 90, yeah. great good morning everyone. It is Thursday, August 3rd, 2023. This is the Bob Cadaro show. Indubitably, I am he broadcasting today from what is still the United States of America and the Tech Bridge Innovative Innovation Conference here at the Radisson at Lackawanna Station Hotel. this country founded with a certain knowledge and understanding that government is not to be our parent, our guide, our salvation, not any of these things, but is nothing more than a necessary evil we require to organize and protect society. This is the country where, for the first time in human history, freedom was declared to be an unalienable right granted by God, not something that's parceled out or controlled by government or government officials. Our great American Constitution ensures and codifies freedom of speech, freedom of religion, freedom of association, economic freedom, and freedom of the press. And because we were armed with these freedoms, and only because of that, a ragtag bunch of immigrants and rejects and their progeny created the richest, most powerful, most culturally diverse and accepting nation ever to grace this beautiful planet. America, The only place specifically invented and designed so that every American can live their lives in the manner they choose. Unlimited by their background, upbringing, race, color, or creed. Unhindered by the government or those who would use government to control others for their own comfort or benefit. This Bob Cadaro show will always be convincingly conservative, lovingly logical, proudly and passionately patriotic, and reliably right. So as I said, we are at... uh, the TechBridge Innovation Conference here at the Radisson uh, in downtown Scranton. And I'm joined by the founder of our feast, Don Webster. The short version of Don Webster, but I want to find out more about him. And no politics. We get get a day off. I'm actually, I have to admit, guys, I'm excited. (laughs) But Don Webster is the guy who got this whole thing started and there's a great group of people here. Uh, First, let's focus on what is the TechBridge Innovation
0: Conference. So, good morning, everyone. First of all, no, let's not focus on that. Let's just take the show right over. First of all, <laughs> um, very entrepreneurial this morning, Bob, setting this whole thing up. Congratulations. Thank you Thank you, <laughs> yeah. Thank you. you for being here, because what it's it's a you. big deal to be able to talk about entrepreneurship and innovation in Northeast Pennsylvania and actually mean something about it, right? You were talking about ragtag before. Mm-hmm. You know, there are people who are doing amazing things, and that's what the purpose of today is, is to just showcase, including, congratulations to you. You've got your son. Speaking today. Yes, I I think I think that's pretty amazing. Seeing
3: if we can interview him, we'll find out. We'll throw him in there. We'll see what (laughs) he has to say. You know, he might tell stories about about you, though. You know. (laughs) All right, so Don Webster, you came with NatWest, and I remember it so well. It was such when NatWest came up to the Montage Mountain, that gorgeous new office building, which we really hadn't had seen much of in this area. It was. I I think everybody thought it was a milestone for Northeast Pennsylvania you came in and with NatWest tell us uh, You know, what was your view coming into this town?
0: Sure. So uh, NatWest was the 30th largest bank in the US. We had uh, branches and back-office operations in New York and New Jersey and we did this nationwide study to say where can we operate efficiently and we ended up being probably wall street west before wall street west was a phrase because we picked northeast pennsylvania and we did it intentionally we did it because of the talent we did it because of the cost of living we did it because of the proximity and we did it because of the potential and and i think that was a little bit surprising to people to tell you the truth the reality is for those of us who have moved here we see it for what it can be
3: and so, so you're running the NatWest show, and you jump off at some point. Well,
0: actually, three weeks after my family arrived, my third, my oldest daughter is going into third grade, my younger daughter going into card- kindergarten. Three weeks after they arrived here, they announced the sale of the bank in the UK. <laughs> So, uh, I had done mergers for the bank, and um, so, okay, um, we've got this gorgeous 300,000 square foot facility, we've got infrastructure, we've got people, we've got talent, let's go sell this as a crown jewel. And so, this actually ended up becoming part of the solution in the merger. It was interesting, Uh, NatWest asked us if we wanted to go to London, and the acquiring bank asked us if we wanted to move to Kingston, and and our family said, no, thanks, we want want to stay. And so... um, We had the opportunity and 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 I've had I've been fortunate I've been blessed Bob like I'm very grateful for my opportunity in in Northeast PA and now it's time for me to give back
3: yeah well you went on from there Don Webster you went on to uh, work with local companies and consulting and and so forth tell us a little bit about that path Well, it's interesting. Uh, I did have a
0: great group of people up at at, at Montage, and so several of us put together a consulting firm um, specializing in human resources and IT and project management. We built that firm up. We actually sold it to Perini Randolph uh, at the time, which was the largest independent accounting firm in in the state, now as part of Baker Tilly. Mm -hmm. There's now 70 people in Clark Summit uh, working in a division Baker, Tilly, that yeah. we, that we started and uh, yeah. Kim Wylam doing a great job there. Um, then went on to, uh, found a technology company and, uh, did that run, sold it back to the family. And
3: it was time for me to give back after that. Yeah. So, uh, you, you come from a corporate world and become almost a serial entrepreneur,
0: well, you know, it's, inter- it's interesting. When I was working for the bank, it, it, we we helped others start. But I have to tell you, Bob, I, I like to make things. I like to work with my hands. I like those who make things, too. So yeah. um, that was a, a passion of mine. And, and frankly, there is a lot of potential here. And it was time for uh, people to do it as opposed to talk about it. And I know you talk a lot about that on your show. But,
3: you know, that's what this conference is today, talking about people doing stuff. Yeah. And we've we've got a bevy of guests that you've lined up to talk about all different aspects of what this uh, TechBridge Innovation Conference is about.
0: So thanks for that opportunity. So throughout the morning, we're going to be introducing different entrepreneurs who are who are building things in Northeast PA, and and they're really they're focused on growing. They're focused on experimenting, and um, it is something that actually is thriving in the region and you know we could do this and it's under the it's under the radar well you know it, it is interesting you look at the state statistics and obviously we, we still have some challenges but there are a lot of world-class things going on in our colleges and universities but that's spinning out into businesses and you're going to hear from some of them today talking about creating jobs and disrupting industries and i think your audience will have some fun with it so ask them some hard
3: questions that's i've a i've question. I, I, in this area and and we're we've got gray hair the group that's here today of 20 30 and 40 somethings it's it's an exceptionally young group of people um, it's an ex it's an exceptionally
0: inspired group of people and there are quite a few like you know we, we can we can talk about what's not going right and we can talk about what is going right I want to talk about what is going right yeah. I want to talk about how we get to write. Um. And you're going to hear a lot
3: of that today,
0: right? Yeah.
3: How well, many times can I say right in one sentence? <laughs> <laughs> a, but a lot of work to get here, to put this together, to do the invites, to do the speaking list. I mean, a conference is not for the faint of heart. Well, you know, it, I, here's the one thing, Bob. It, and you it, invented it. Well, the, the thing
0: about it is I was I was fortunate enough to sit with my co-chair five years ago, and, and I said, look... We don't do enough to showcase the talent and the potential of this region. Why don't we just put something together where people can see what's going on? And I said, let's call it an innovation conference. I just I want that aspirational thought mm-hmm. um, to be part of what we're doing in Northeast PA because too often we see what's wrong. Let's let's focus on what we can do. That's yeah. that's really where we're going with this. So the the one thing I'll tell you about the conference. Um, the reason that we can do this is because we have such great partners Uh, the reason that it can go well is because we have such great partners and it really does take a team to do this kind of stuff and it's just been
3: fun I mean people are jacked to be here yeah I I, everyone is bright-eyed and bushy-tailed in addition to a a lot of young people they showed up right (laughs) well as, as we look at the area, just, and we're going to talk to you at the end of this uh, program, but uh, do you have, you must have a, a, a real enduring optimism for what can happen here economically?
0: Well, I think the pieces and parts are here, right? I, I mean, I think we've got resources, I think we've got. Uh, an environment where you can be successful economically in terms of costs, right? Um, and you can actually create opportunities and you can get to places easily from here, which is actually a big deal. Um, for, for me, I, I think that one of the things that we really need to focus on is sort of that whole pipeline thing, that, that, that where, where are the future Workers for this region, and so we're actually spending a lot of time in the high schools right now, actually giving high school students the opportunity to explore careers with paid internships while they're still in high school. I mean, I, I think about it. I mean, think about what what you were doing in high school. Think about I know I know what I was doing in high school. I wasn't thinking about a career. I wasn't thinking about a career. I know that, right? It was it was sports and whatever else, but. Um, you know, for those who are interested in exploring opportunities, that's what we're trying to create this summer. And we want to grow that. We want—we don't want it to be 10 or 12. We want it to be 100 or 250. And that becomes the future talent that either goes to our schools or goes to our workforce or, or
3: stays here and, you know. Yeah, makes things happen. Just And then just an aside, and we're going to get to talk to uh, the, the owner later, but somebody's got a drone company here. Oh, absolutely! These the kind of things you just don't know exist. Well, so he's going to be on. You've got you, you got
0: drone company here. You've got somebody talking about the future of aerospace in Northeast PA as one of the speakers today. Yeah, yeah. So there is that kind of stuff going on. It's just a matter of creating awareness. That's one of the big things that I think we as a region really need to do is just make sure people know
3: what's going on. Yeah. You talk about that all the time. Well, we got to take a break, but Don Webster, thank you so much. Uh, this, this is this is interesting it, it truly is i've been around a lot of conferences this has a different vibe it does a oh, very positive one so first of all it's a gift that you are here thank you for sharing what we're doing with your audience today
0: happy to answer any questions and we'll come back and we'll talk to you at the end all right All right. really good thanks bob
3: don webster bob cadaro live at the tech bridge innovation conference
1: radisson hotel Lackawanna station scranton pa
3: call from mom
0: answer it call silenced
2: August 1492. Italian mariner Christopher Columbus prepares to sail west from southern Spain. He's convinced he'll discover a new and lucrative sea route to the Orient, home to abundant silk, tea, and spices. Born in 1451 in Italy, Columbus first learned to sail when he was 14. At that time, Europeans traditionally traded with the Orient by going over land. Columbus wanted to try something different. Sailing west to reach the Orient was a dream of 15th century navigators, a dream that could bring fame and fortune. To take on this new adventure, Columbus knew he needed funding. It took him six long years to convince Spanish King Ferdinand and Queen Isabella to bankroll his venture. On August 3, 1492, Columbus left Spain with 87 men aboard three vessels, the Nina, Pinta, and Santa Maria.
3: August 3rd, 1959, Elvis Presley's A Big Hunk of Love is certified gold. His 14th straight gold record recorded in Nashville while Elvis was still in the Army. I guess he was on leave. And before that, this is a banner day. I mean, we had Christopher Columbus setting sail from Palos, Spain on a voyage that took him to the present-day Americas this August 3rd, 1492. Now, someone who's not quite as old, (laughs) Bill DeRosiers, he's from Cotera Energy in charge of external affairs and uh, for Cotera. Cotera, the dominant natural gas player in uh, Pennsylvania, certainly in this part of the state, and
5: we welcome you. Oh, absolute pleasure to be here, Bob, and and uh, I can't think of a better venue to, to bring everything full cycle, as yeah. well as a former participant in, in uh, the Great Valley Technology Alliance. yeah, yeah
3: it's, We were talking about it before we started on the air, and, and you, you said, well, I've got a history here. It goes way back.
5: It, it is funny. Uh, full cycle moved to the area in 2005 went to Misericordia University College Misericordia at the time and got involved with the Great Valley Business Plan Competition and the Technology Alliance so some of the faces around here from Don Webster to uh, Ken Kenno were people that I was dealing with when I was in college as a freshman and a sophomore and here I am yeah. I don't know 20 years later there are some of them yeah. old heads yeah yeah, but, yeah 20 years but, later, but I was I was so commenting how young <laughs> uh, how young the crowd is well,
3: for a northeast Pennsylvania crowd
5: yeah no I got to say the energy in the room was uh, exciting, right? Because I, I think it's it's something when I was involved with, it was a really big deal, and the colleges competed, and it you know, goes natural organizations up and down, but to see the excitement in the room and everything going on again, it's, it's great to be back. So, Cotera has made a
3: substantial investment, and, and we had um, Chesapeake, and Cotera came in, and it's a name change. So
5: it comes from a different company originally. Correct, yeah. So Cabot Oil & Gas is probably the name your listeners are most familiar with. Cabot as a company was over 100 years old, formed in Pennsylvania, operated all across the country throughout various plays and evolutions. But uh, about two, three years ago, our company merged with a company called Simrex out of Texas. Cabot, well-known in the natural gas business. Simrex, well-known in the oil business. We've merged together and we formed a very uh, versatile energy company with a, a mixed portfolio that gives us our investors everyone in the business a really unique opportunity to produce gas when gas is a rich market or oil when oil is a rich market or just to be flexible and as you understand and people here to understand capital allocations important and this you know the needs of energy go up and down summer and fall and winter it's yeah. it's cyclical it's seasonal so uh, our company is really d- designed to adapt and you mentioned Cotera as a company uh, number two producer. Producer, number one producer of natural gas in Pennsylvania on any given day, and across the country, we're the number four producer of natural gas in the entire country. And what's most unique about that is almost all that natural gas comes from one area, Susquehanna County. That's how prolific the Marcellus Shale is. And as a company, Cotera and our partners like Williams, collectively, we've invested over $10 billion in the ground. in Susquehanna County. And that doesn't even count the two plus billion, probably closer to three billion today, royalties that we've paid the landowners and stakeholders in the area. The jobs you've created, the opportunities you've created,
3: one of them that I found the the most fascinating, I'd like to go into how many jobs and all that kind of thing there are. But one of the things you've done that was, it was a a necessity, but you've, you've gone into... Lackawanna College, just for an example, and you've gone into educational uh, situations so that you can have your workers of the future, but it's benefited the school, it's benefited Cotera, and it's benefited
5: thousands of individuals who are participating easily so Cotero when we moved here 2006 2007 no history of oil and gas you couldn't go down the road knock on the door find Bob and say hey come work for us just didn't exist Lackawanna College under the previous president Mark Volk and the current president Jill Murray had a vision to say hey we need to be in this business we need to develop a school Kotera recognized the passion the desire and we invested at the time 2.5 million dollars to create an endowment to say hey, here's everything you need to get going. Well, that school to date has not only grown uh, out of its current you know footprint up in Gibson, New Milford area to Tunkhannock built a state of the art school. That school is now nationally recognized yeah. by API as the leader for this type of curriculum. It's a two year associate. API science. American yeah. Petroleum yes, Institute say yeah. that yeah, um, <laughs> the number one you know for the for the business. But uh, two year associates of applied science. So it is a college degree, but it's all career based. So no Shakespeare, no of that other stuff you're yeah. going to learn what we need you to do but out of that school that you can, could have time to read shakespeare on yeah, later on your own um <laughs> but like 330 graduates have come into that program wow. to date 98 percent placement rate but what's more impressive is if you look at cotero we have original interns from 10 years ago eight years ago who are now foremen who are running the operation who are training the next round of interns so we're full cycle now yeah. right like the idea that we've we we've had a whole workforce generation come through that college and the sky is up i mean i know for a fact other states are coming here to study what Lackawanna has built so they can implement it in their states states like texas and new mexico oil and gas rich states are coming to pennsylvania to learn how we're training the workforce Uh, that's that's fascinating
3: (laughs) where uh, one of the things and you know it's a it's normally a political show but one of the things that aggravates me to to no end is that natural gas, America's home grown energy industry which could dominate the world is being hamstrung and it's, it's actually being depicted as something that's not environmentally uh, uh, sound, and and it is it it's it's is. We've made leaps
5: and bounds environmentally because of natural gas. We could spend shows, not just one show, shows yeah. depicting all of those impacts. We could discuss how Pennsylvania and Susquehanna County, the, the forest, right, as we clear for pipelines and right-of-ways and, and pad sites, uh, yeah, we're cutting trees down, but if you speak to a forester, you'll learn that we're removing a lot of overburdened growth, invasive trees species. So now the forest can actually breathe. And we're seeing turkey and deer population thrive. And we're planting seeds that are... are, positive to the environment right there's an example another example is we're reducing methane emissions every single day with new technology, state-of-the-art innovations companies that are that's at the that's at the wellhead, the wellhead the so-called or the pipeline companies yeah. that are probably coming through competitions and innovation things like tech bridge every day we're implementing those technologies at the same time we've exponentially grown our production which means we've grown in simultaneously removed emissions we become more efficient the consumer is benefiting from this and guess what the United States emissions Council have actually gone down, right? So our air is cleaner. You predate me a little bit, Bob. You're a little (laughs) older, right? But I can recall reading about a time when we had acid rain. We don't have that anymore, right? I can recall a time where we used to have smog. We don't have that. The air we breathe today is infinitely more cleaner because of... Our energy industry, because of technology, because of innovation, we should embrace that. And I just want to add, people who think that energy, oil and natural gas, are only used to turn on your gas stove or your heater or drive your car, totally wrong. Natural gas is the feedstock for plastics. This coffee cup I have right now has three different types of plastics that come out of the ground. But think of uh, fertilizer, agriculture, methanol, urea, ammonia, so many things we use in our life. You can't simply erase oil and natural gas and replace those things with any other source our lives are made comfortable today because of the energy we pull out of the ground whether it be oil or natural gas our lives are better we're going to take a break we got to go take a break and uh, we'll
3: come back we'll do the weather bill de is, is our guest he's with cotera energy and we're going to continue talking to him one of the things that, uh, oh, there's so many things i want to talk to you about but one of the things i want to talk to you about is the utica shale which is also underneath our feet uh, there's so many more possibilities. We're talking with Bill DeRosiers. Uh, he's in charge of external affairs for Coterra Energy, and uh, I, I find your the approach that Coterra took to go into the schools and Lackawanna, going back to you know for for decades now, uh, has been so innovative. And what a great partnership to to develop the skills that are
5: necessary for you for this new burgeoning industry. And and Lackawanna is just part of a of a of a multifaceted approach we've taken to education and community. So you might be aware of in Pennsylvania, we're a high tech state, right? You come here to do business, you got to pay a lot of money to do business, right? And in fact, up until recently we were the second highest state in the in the in the country to, to do business. But the state allows you to reinvest back into certain things through tax credit programs. And in this case, Case I'm talking about the education tax improvement credit. So that allows you to reinvest in the education approved programs at the high school, middle school, and and all the way down to the kindergarten level. Of course, we have paid a lot in taxes, despite what previous governors have said, (laughs) a lot in Pennsylvania taxes. And we've taken advantage of the EITC program. And what we've done is we've dedicated our dollars to career and technology centers. So today We now support 26 different high school CTC programs across the Commonwealth. Our flagship one is Susquehanna up in the north, Wilkes-Barre CTC down here in the valley, and Lehigh Valley down in um, Allentown are probably the three biggest that we support, and we have a big one out in in Pittsburgh called Parkway West. Those four schools plus the other 22 that we support here and there represent about a 1,000 scholarships a year. And here's the best part, Bob. We do not restrict who can receive those scholarships. It's all based on income and the state. So if you qualify and you want to be a welder, great. Here's the money to help you do that. You want to be a cosmetologist or, or a, a beautician or nursing? We'll cover that cost as well using that program. That's an example of how I love we've the invested. Fact that it's real jobs. Real You're talking jobs? about real jobs. Yeah, and and we want <laughs> we believe that you know that that old cliche of a rising tide lifts all boats because we understand that um, every community, every area has these needs beyond just the people that work for us in oil and gas. We can talk about the thousands of employees that we hire directly, indirectly contractors, vendors. I could give you examples of Stafersky Paving in Lackawanna having dozens of people working for us every day in the field. Kenworth of Pennsylvania's largest facility is in Dunmore, and we're their largest customer in Susquehanna County that they're buying trucks from every year and servicing parts. Like I can go on and list over and over again, but I think the more impactful thing is that as a company, we are investing in high schools across the Commonwealth, and those people are having access to jobs, opportunities, and careers than they've never had. And to tie this all back to Lackawanna, another thing that we've done is we've instituted a dual enrollment program. So if you want to get a head start at Lackawanna or Penn College of Technology down in Williamsport, we can pay for the college classes as well using that dual enrollment program. So yes, we are an energy developer. Yes, we are putting a lot of money into the ground and, and developing and paying royalties. But we as a company are paying it back and we're paying it back in such a way that it's developing communities and making a difference in Pennsylvania. And we're very proud of that.
3: We're talking with Bill DeRosiers uh, from Cotera Energy, and uh, Bill, one of the things that I've I've often talked about in my show is why aren't we going to natural gas powered cars? And we've got bus systems that are using it very effectively. Colts, I think, Luzerne County Transportation Authority. We have we have great companies like LT Verastro, full fleet natural gas. Uh, why isn't that? becoming the solution environmentally and from an energy standpoint for America's fleet instead of these battery powered cars.
5: I wish I had a better answer for you. I personally have driven a truck that was dual fuel, and I thought it was the best example of uh, you could run on gas or gasoline, natural gas or gasoline, drove it close to 200,000 miles. I didn't have a problem with it. Uh, the issue revolved around fueling stations. So in my travels from here to Harrisburg to Pittsburgh, I knew where all the fueling stops were so I could fill up. Most places were limited in their access to fueling stations. They're expensive to set up and, and whatnot. I, I'm not trying to downplay it. It works really well for busing systems. It works really well for people that, uh, Park and Gamble for instance, where the trucks are driving around circles or you're doing all of the, mm-hmm. the forklifts on site. It would take a commitment. There's Correct. no doubt about it. But why aren't
3: we making that commitment? Why are we moving in a, in a direction that takes it takes freedom away from us it takes it creates dependency
5: it's a it's a top down push from the federal and state government to, to try and push us towards electric vehicles and those types of things so it's a policy decision more than anything yeah. it just made those technologies too expensive but i want to highlight there are other opportunities right pennsylvania is a net producer of electricity we've built some of the biggest state of the art natural gas powered um power plants in the entire country and that power is is being generated here but going to other states mm-hmm. to help fuel that right and that whole evolution we talk about manufacturing and opportunities and facilities i mentioned earlier urea ammonia hydrogen you'll hear a lot of talk about hydrogen as this new um economy that the biden administration wants to build well where's the best place to get hydrogen it's not from a windmill and a catalytic converter next to a river it's out of natural gas in fact most of the world's hydrogen is separated out of natural gas yeah. So, okay, let's let's take that challenge head on. What can we do? Pennsylvania, Texas, New Mexico, West Virginia, we're all in a great position to take advantage of all this money that's been appropriated to the hydrogen hubs. Let's power the economy on hydrogen hubs, yeah. right? Yeah. Like we can do those types of things if that's where we're going to work hand in hand. So you mentioned at the top of the show we've been vilified. As an industry, if we could just move past that, transcend past the political side of it, I think you'll find that our energy industry, especially the natural gas industry, can be an economic driver. And we've only scratched the surface of the potential that we can do.
3: Well, a great way to end there, Bill. Uh, Bill DeRosiers, Cotera Energy. Thank you very much. And we've got to do this more often. Uh, uh, yes, th- this is a message that has to get across. I appreciate you being with us. We are Bob Cotero and uh, the eponymous show here at the TechBridge Innovation uh, Conference. And uh, you fit in, and Cotera fits in, so well with innovation. Uh, very happy you're here.
5: Well, I look forward to hosting you in the field sometime, Lackawanna College, all those things. Well said, Cotera, for anyone listening at home who wants to follow along, we're very active on Twitter and LinkedIn as well. Just look up Cotera, you'll find us. All
3: right. We're uh, live at the TechBridge Innovation Conference here in downtown Scranton, the Radisson-Lackawanna Station Hotel, and we are joined by, and I may be one of the few that could pronounce this name fluidly, Brianna Floravito. She is the Ignite program manager for Scranton Chamber of Commerce. Brianna, welcome.
6: Thank you so much for having me today. I'm super (laughs) excited to be here.
3: (laughs) All right, so tell us, I mean, what does this, I I probably can guess the concept, but tell us about the Ignite program at the Chamber of Commerce.
6: Well, the IGNITE program, just to sum it up real quick, we're the business incubation and entrepreneurship program of the Scranton Chamber. So we help entrepreneurs grow and scale their startup businesses. We specialize in technology companies, but we can really help anybody start their business.
3: All right, tell me a couple of the companies and types of companies that uh, you're working with right now?
6: Well, since we're here live from the TechBridge Innovation Conference, I'll tell you about some of my entrepreneurs that are... Oh,
3: cut your enthusiasm out, (laughs) would you please? Would you calm down?
6: (laughs) That are currently speaking here today. So, first up, we have Abe Salam. He is the CEO and founder of Epic Revenue Consultants. So, they're a hotel um, revenue management company. So, he started his own business. He was working in the hospitality industry and he just thought, you know, I have a great idea i can do this myself so he started his own business helping hotels manage their revenue and then um we also have dave yeager here he is the ceo and founder of showcase very cool company he has a lot of experience in the music industry and he really saw this challenge where artists were not being uh paid properly and yeah. he said i want to fix this so he started um an app you can download it on the app store um where you can get a new song by a new artist every single day and a lot of the money goes straight to the artist instead of going to all these middleman uh people in between
3: that's, and it's those are things you'd never think about right. you know that's that's uh, all right, how does a guy wants to start, somebody wants to, some guys, gals, whatever, want to start a company. Mm-hmm. What do they do? Do they get in touch with Brianna and say, uh, Vito, hey, we got something here. We got an idea. Do they run it by you? Do they, what stage do they have to be in developmentally before they can come and be in the incubator building uh, on Lackawanna Avenue, downtown Scranton?
6: So you got it exactly right. The first thing, give me a call. If you have an idea, I want to hear it. I want to hear from you and I will get you to the right place. Being in downtown Scranton and being in Lackawanna County in general, we have so many great entrepreneurial resources and partners in the community, like the Penn State Scranton Launchbox, the Small Business Development Center at the University of Scranton. We have the Venture Lab. So there's tons of resources and a lot of help here. So we will get you to the right place with the right person to help you. But if you're really Looking to get started, we are. We actually have a program that's starting in the fall. Um, we did the first cohort in the spring, but it's called Tech Accelerator at Lackawanna County. It's a collaborative effort between Lackawanna County, Ben Franklin Technology Partners, the Scranton Chamber, and TechBridge. And we will help you to take your technology idea and walk you through the process step by step over a series of 10 weeks for you to get your business started. So we'll touch on all of those difficult topics like customer discovery, your value proposition, all of that legal nonsense that has to go on right in the beginning. So we'll walk you through all of that and teach you the skills to start your business. And then the best part about it is that at the end, if you successfully complete the program, you will be eligible to get $10,000 from Lackawanna County as a grant for reimbursable eligible business expenses. So then you'll have a little influx of cash to be able to start your company.
3: How many companies could you accommodate for this kind of uh, thing?
6: So we are accepting eight companies in a cohort. We like to keep it small because we really want to work intimately with you one-on-one to make sure that your idea um, gets to where it needs to be and become successful at the end. Ultimately, we are investing in you. We are investing in your success. So we're looking for eight um, entrepreneurs or soon-to-be entrepreneurs out there in the community with technology ideas that want to take that idea and turn it into a business. So if you've been sitting on your couch or wherever saying this is a really really great idea yeah. but just didn't know where to start um if you go to lcignite.com, um you'll see our tech accelerator page our applications open august 14th um, and they close september 14th so you just go through the application process yeah. it's very simple um and we'll see if we can get you in one of our eight spots
3: i i i find I, 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 it's something I had no idea was going on. I, a lot of people, you mentioned one, one of your uh, clients is an app guy. Mm-hmm. Everybody thinks they could develop an app. We've talked about these kinds of things endlessly.
5: Mm-hmm.
3: But that's some. If, if somebody has a concept, can they come to you? Can they apply for this uh, program through uh, Ignite?
6: yeah absolutely so if you have any type of idea for a business same thing lcignite.com there's a contact us form on there you can fill it out tell me a little bit about you tell me a little bit about your idea or your business and it comes straight to my inbox straight to my email so i'm the one seeing it first and foremost i'm going to reach out to you directly we'll have a little bit of a conversation and whether the ignite program is the best fit for you we'll get you in there and and um with those resources or maybe it's somebody else and i'm going to be completely honest about that maybe it's not me maybe it is the launch box maybe it is the small business development center or another program in our community but there will be a resource there to help you get started and we will connect you with that resource whether it's us or someone else
3: we're talking with Brianna Floravito she is uh, the what is this now again she is the head of ignite, ignite. <laughs> oh here it is I moved it over here the ignite program for the Scranton Chamber of Commerce um, you know how old are you
6: how old do you think I am I'm not
3: yeah, I'm not I'm not doing that
6: <laughs> well I'm 28 but I will be 29 on Saturday
3: so uh, you're young you've stayed you've decided to stay here you were from here originally
6: yeah I grew up right over in Manuka in Southside on Pittston Avenue um, I gr- but I actually moved graduated from Valley View now I left, as we all do, right, at some point in our lives. So I went to I left, went to Rutgers for college, and then I came back here after I graduated.
2: T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today.